Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12.35 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Guests on Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's a great place to have a Christmas party. 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, Taylor and the staff at Roos Chris that Oilers Now sent you. Every Tuesday in Oilers Now, we uh, hook up with Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector for the uh, Horses, Horse Racing Alberta, presenting live standard bread racing every Friday and Saturday at Century Mile, post time at 7.15. I'm pleased to report that uh, Jeff Robillard will be in the house from HRA today. We bring aboard Mark Spector. Hello, Spec. How are you doing? Wait a sec. Like... He's coming to the house, like, right here? He's coming to the game, yes. He's coming to the game. Oh, okay. I never like when my boss comes to where I work. It always makes me a little nervous, that's all. Well, I see how I actually... So handle like, myself. So when you were life. when you were like the lead columnist for the Edmonton Journal, you were a little nervous that the editor was looking over your shoulder once in a while. Because I notice sometimes when I walk by writers on Writers Row, they close their computer, and I'm like, "What exactly are you doing on there?" Like, yeah, you know? well, probably because we had a scoop, Bob. Oh, well, big scoop. No, Mark, I know better than that. A what big it, scoop. I know better than that if it involves you. Never just, mind. Just kidding. Uh, this text comes in, <laughs> Uncle Bob. Are you concerned? Uh, by the way, I want to put a shout out at this time to Uncle Melt from Brent Ridge Ford, who's feeling a little bit under the weather daily and uh, listening at home. So uh, hang in there, Uncle Milt. Uncle Bob, are you concerned uh, that Drysettle and McDavid are being overplayed, especially Drysettle? He looks more burnt out than Spicoli from Fast Times at uh, Ridgemount High. Take care of your brother-in-law Kyle this weekend with uh, Roos Chris and Pints at Pub 1905 from Andresito in Nelson, uh, B.C. Yes, I have a uh, a brother-in-law uh, who lives in Nelson. Okay. His brother actually landed uh, one of the greatest knockout punches of all time against the former Carolina Hurricane. Oh, really? Who's that? Aaron Downey. Aaron Downey. Remember Aaron Downey? Oh, I remember Aaron Downey. When he was with Dallas and he knocked Jesse Bolaris out cold with that punch. Eh, sort of. S- suffice to say, Spec. Uh, That's why the, they have hockeyfights.com, Bob. You don't have to remember that stuff. You just look it up. Well, I remember it. I remember it all. But uh, let's just say at the actual wedding, I that was one of the rare occasions where I was like, you know what, I think I'll defer this time. And if we have any problems uh, in the, uh, you know what, Nelson was, have you been to Nelson, by the way? Never been to Nelson, You've never DC. been to Nelson? Nope. 
Uh, one of the most laid-back communities you will ever... Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's it's laid-back. I, I think we know where all the draft dodgers went. Uh, A bunch of them, I think, went down there. Went in and Nelson. You know who I think is from Nelson? Remember, oh, you know Patrick Garland worked for the yeah, yeah. Oilers forever, did a tremendous job in team services. I think he was from... Uh, he's from Nelson. I saw the Oilers had a uh, staff event last night. We saw Patrick and his uh, uh, beautiful wife and great family, and man, he was a... He he did a great job in team services for a number of years in the Oilers organization. He's now doing some stuff over on the hockey side of uh, business right now. So the question that Andrew Cito is bringing up, where the point is, is are McDavid and Dreisaitl looking a little bit spent? And they are split up tonight. So that's where we'll start with you, Mr. Spector. Looking a little spent. I don't know if spent's the word. Um, a little frustrated? Yeah, It's. I mean, it's... it's you know, I don't want to say, like, what I was going to say is the points are coming as easy. The points never come easy. There's no such thing as easy points. But they're, you know, they were racking them up real good for a long time. There's been a few zeros lately, and that makes a guy that's used to getting points gets a little bit, you know, this is the test. Now, how do you deal with it? Do you start cheating for points and start going minus? Well, hopefully you don't. You know, that's not what's supposed to happen. And if you do, you learn pretty quick. That's no way to make this thing work. Every player, no matter what their role is, they have ups and downs. And, yeah, they're probably both in a little bit of a downtrend at the moment. Well, I know that, uh, you know, Brad Marchand's a great player. By the way, did you see that last night where he went over and... Uh, yeah, yeah. That was a cool... Saw the anthem girl. That was very... Uh, uh, First-class move on Marchand. Marchand's punt. Uh uh, Marshawn went five games with just one point in Boston. Okay. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl has three, seven, and ten in his last ten games. He's minus ten during that stretch. His yes. three goals were all on the power play. So not had an even straight goal. Now he's hit posts, and that's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. And that's that's why plus minus is a tough stat to gauge at times because I don't know how many there might have been a couple empty netters thrown in there uh, McDavid by the way uh, one goal and six points his last seven yeah, games yeah okay Bob that's for sure I think we all have come to the agreement that, that plus minus is a stat that you gotta dig deeper can't yeah. just look at plus minus and make a statement right, right. right we get that now when a guy's plus every year like Matt Benning in a third yeah. pairing role. He's plus five Over to eight. the long, long, long haul, when Yakupov led the league in minus, had the green jacket, that wasn't fluke. He was a lousy defensive player, and that's just the way it was. I'll say this. I'll go out on the limb and say when you're leading the league in scoring with 53 points, you know, you probably shouldn't be a minus player. Right? It should be. It should start with a plus. That's. I don't think I'm being overly harsh by saying that, Bob. Yeah. That's a lot of points, right, to be a minus player. I know a lot of them are power play, and those don't get you pluses. I get that. You also get on the ice yeah. for for that. The, the, I don't the, get the, how a minus, you get a minus with an empty net goal. Too, I think that's, that's stupid. It also goes against the team's goals against, which is also stupid because you didn't have a guy in the net to stop it. Yeah. they got to do better than that, NHL stats. Uh, this, stat, this text comes in on our Ashley Fine Flores text line. Bob, can you and Jack shut up about the other team's stars and who's struggling? You guys jinx the Oilers all the time. They come on and score and get the best of Edmonton. The old jinx, Bob. Do you believe in uh, jinxes, Mark? No, I don't believe in jinxes. No? No. Nope. Well, you and Jack share something in common. I don't believe in jinxes. You does. Sorry, pal. That's all it is. Bob, do the Oilers, uh, do NHL teams still get a uh, break? Yes, they do. They they get a bye week. It's coming up uh, a little bit later on in the season, in January. 
which will be known as the week that Brendan Escott hosts the show. Just kidding. Oh, I think we're staying in town for that. All righty, so McDavid dry settle. Minutes play. They're both around 22 minutes. Clefbaum's getting backed off a bit. He, he blocked a shot. Uh, he might have to play a bit more tonight, actually. Time will tell, but I don't think they're going to use him on PK. Uh, Hopefully they don't have to use You know, Clefbaum likely with Larson tonight, and then Russell with Jones. We'll see. Uh, but, what you know, when they kill penalties, it'll be Russell and Larson, and then Nurse and Bear. This... Yeah. That's a. This is going to be a challenging. Carolina's a good hockey club and fast. Yeah, yeah. a good team. So good. You know. You know what? I'm looking forward to it because for the history, the 30 game history of this Oilers team this season is, they play their best against the best teams, right? Yeah. And we've watched them lay some eggs against some some of the so-called well the bottom feeders, right? They're eight no against the Metro teams. Yeah, right. There you go. No, they've played. Who can figure this league they out? They went sometime. into San Jose in a tough situation. They beat uh, Vegas. We all remember that game. They've beat good. Beat Washington. Like, I'm all for watching the Oilers play Carolina tonight. But it's just going to be a killer good game. I, I hope it is. Yeah. Because last year it wasn't. Uh, the Oilers got routed seven four and then kind of lost a uh, disengaged three one performance in Carolina. A year yes. now, a uh, year ago in like March, uh, they went in Carolina, beat them seven three. And Justin, Fal- that, Justin yes. Falk had a tough afternoon. So, uh, Miko Koskin starts in goal. Are we at the stage here where you run Koskin three out of five games, Mark? Uh, well, three out of five, so that's sure. Someone, if, if you're saying it's a five-game segment, someone's got to start three of them. So, yeah, okay. He gets more starts right now than Smith. He's that's pulled ahead in the derby. That's what I'm asking. That is fair. Yeah, yeah. that is fair. So, uh, now I don't see any reason to start to really limit Smith's play. I want Smith to find his way out of it. You know, I, don't, I mean, I know the numbers suggest he's not playing as well. I thought the last game, when he let in two goals that game, three goals, one in, in overtime that no goalie stops, frankly, cross-crease pass, yeah. one-timer. That goes in on every goalie. And a deflection goal, which you can't blame a goalie for. And another deflection that hits him in a strange, you know, a deflection rebound is always a tough rebound goes in the net because no one's got the puck for the orders. So I know people are getting on Mike Smith, but uh, last game, I think most guys let in three. I, I'm with you. I, you know? That one wasn't on goaltending to me. And, and Edmonton could have easily won that game. They got a little bit unlucky. Dry Settle hit two posts during the course of the game. Yeah, it's three. not unlucky when you play like that for 20 minutes, Bob. You know yeah. what? They gave a 40-minute effort, and they got half the points out of the deal. Okay. And that's just how hockey works, man. If they'd have no, put no, in Mark, 60, Mark, the, they'd, have had, they'd have won that game for fun. Think so? Yep. Well, the one thing they, they did is they, they thought they the top line thought they could play like the Harlem Globetrotters. They did. The first period was not pretty. When crushers become rushers, they soon become ushers. Was that not the line? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure we're calling Carlin McDavid a crusher. No, I'm <laughs> Zach Cassian. When Zach Cassian yeah, is fair. making draw passes in the offensive <laughs> he's zone. He's a crusher. And we, yeah. I mean, we, we all like Zach. He's a, he's a, he's an entertaining guy. Uh, He'd say the same he thing. Needs, he needs to play more of a straight-ahead yeah, game. He and needs, that. and he needs to be extended here. I mean, this is a guy. He's a good player, man. I'll take him on my team every day. But you're right. Like, it's, you know, he, when he's making a bunch of draw passes and fancy fancy plays he gets caught every guy who ever played with superstars gets caught trying to act like them Zach Cassian off and on he's done the same thing it's it's it happens to every single player whoever played with Wayne Gretzky or Connor McDavid or Sid Crosby they think ah he can do that I can do that Zach Cassian needs to play that straight ahead game go to the net cause havoc bang in rebounds 
and he's got nice hands. He's a good player in that line, man. He'll, he'll sort that out. When we come back, we'll talk a bit about Joe Kim Nygaard getting an opportunity playing with McDavid and Cassian. We're going to ask Speck uh, which song that uh, was played back in the 70s and 80s has he heard recently from a movie or a video game that uh, he uh, he likes because Mark's got some uh, hardcore music uh, listening habits. And we'll ask whether or not you can showcase players. This is Oilers Now, live from Rogers Place on a game night, Edmonton and Carolina. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Horses and horse racing in Alberta. Standard red, 715 Fridays and Saturday nights at Century Mile. Mark, uh, I asked you going to break, uh, give me a song that uh, is old school that you sort of circle back to and have a greater appreciation for. And You just played it, man. Yeah. Old police tune named Next to You. I haven't heard that tune since university. Yeah. Stumbled across it the other day. I've been listening to it all week. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> that's a great tune, man. That's got some bite to it. That's, oh, yeah, that's, that's before. Good, good so is that, that's before synchronicity then, obviously. Uh, yes, it was an early one. Okay. Uh, back when we listened to the police all the time, man, it was a long time ago. I listened That's to the police. Mark, band. I listened to the police for a long, long they were time. They're good band. They're one of my five favorite bands of all time. Yeah, there you go. Looking for a great Christmas gift, the Battle of Alberta <laughs> Holiday Package is the perfect gift for hockey fans. This package includes great lower bowl game tickets on December 27th for the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames at Rogers Place and one night's accommodation to the JW Marriott in Ice District. On sale now for just $399 per person taxes included there's very limited space available so book your holiday package today reach out to new s travel or online at newstravel.com and i do want to mention if you're also looking for a stocking stuffer this holiday season the image and order skills competition presented by rogers hits the ice at rogers place noon sunday december 29th see which of your orders will be the fastest Strongest and most accurate. Uh, okay. Uh, see which of the orders will be the fastest, strongest, and most accurate at this fan favorite event. Upper bowl seating just $15 for the skills competition. Lower bowl, 20 bucks. Proceeds benefiting the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation and the NHLPA Goals and Dreams Fund. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Get them before they're gone. Visit EdmontonOilers.com. What do you have for us, Mr. Spector? We have some breaking news. Breaking news. Gary Bettman speaking down at the Board of Governors meetings down in uh, Pebble Beach, Monterey, California. Uh, he has put an end to any hope that there will be a World Cup in February of 2021. They had hoped there would be one then. He says, we've run out of time. Not happening. So, now, 2022 is the Olympics, Yes, right? it is. Yes, it is. So there can't be one then if they're thinking of going to the Olympics. Ah, that's interesting because, so of course... So that means now we're bound the, to 23. Because the players would end up benefiting from uh, the World Cup because the players would get the money. That would be part of the enticement for the NHLPA to be engaged. Oh, it's a, it's a league and it's, and, and it's in Canada and all those, or, or in the United uh, States. 
from it, a business perspective, it's vastly superior to the, the Olympics. The Olympics. Which are a, which are poor business. But the players want to play in the Olympics. Mark. Players love the Olympics, and the fans love the Olympics. And we all, uh, listen, the Olympics are the real deal. Everyone wants to see that Olympic, you know, 2010 when Sid scored that goal, man. That's, that was Paul Henderson moment, right? Yeah. You're never getting one of those in the World Cup. I get that. But the IOC is such an awful business partner that the, the NHL owners are just tired of getting pushed around by these guys. And I don't blame them a bit. I wouldn't do business with them either. Hmm. Interesting. IIHF, what factor and role do they have to potentially be sort of the, what would the term be used? Uh, the go-between, I guess, is well, simpler. Just for the fans out there. Conduit. How's right, that? the conduit to make a better deal. For the fans out there, here's the problem. Hockey's just one of however many sports. Right. So hockey says, hey, we're giving you all our players, we're risking their health. We're stopping our season. We're, you know, it's costing us a lot of money. We're squeezing 82 games into all these times, right? All these. Yep. It's bad for business. But we'll go to the Olympics, uh, but we want a better deal. We want to share some revenue. We want to be able to, Bob, the, uh, you should be able to buy a Connor McDavid Olympic Team Canada jersey here at Rogers Place when you come to an orders game, right? Can't do it cannot sell the rings when you're the Edmonton Orders or the NHL. NHL can't sell anything with the rings on it. The IOC won't let them. You should be able to watch when when this news of this comes out, the B-roll on Sportsnet tonight should be Sid Crosby scoring in the Olympics, right? For can't Team Canada. He cannot run that. Sportsnet pays $5.2 billion, Bob, to, to show NHL hockey. There's a goal scored by NHL guys in an NHL rink with NHL refs, but we can't show that Olympic goal because it's an IOC uh, possession, right? Mm-hmm. So w- w- this is why the NHL is sick of doing business with the IOC. IOC wants the product. They don't want to give you back nothing except for the odd injured player when it's done. They'll give you him back, and that's what you get. Yeah. Uh, right? and- oh, they'll take your refs too, Bob. Can we have your refs, please, too? Because we, right. we want the best. We want your refs, because you well, have the best refs. You know, because the last tournament was so good with Germany making it to the final against... Uh, yeah. They weren't even in Russia, were they? Whatever. The, the, I don't know who were, they were. The, the United Athletes of Russia. No, they were Russia. I think they no, were they Russia. were not Russia. Russia? I, I think they had to, because they had a band. They had that. the band thing going. And now they got another band, don't they? They should give them the, the SMU death penalty, but that's another topic. What, uh, they should give the Russians the SMU oh death God, penalty? Absolutely. Why a Russian athlete is allowed in any international event for the next four to ten years is... We have Russian players well in the NHL, Mark. Do you think that This that... is not an amateur sport, for okay. one. Okay. But... Come on, it's shamertism, and it's been shamertism forever. Whatever. Internationally. Hey, the NHL has a drug testing policy, Bob. They yeah. are free to do with it what they choose. Right. Whatever they want. Right. So that's, that's their call right but in terms of olympics and all the amateur sports out there why the russians shouldn't have a team in the world junior right they cheat at every level in every sport the russians do. russians do yeah. every level in every sport you know and then they <laughs> cheat even when they're not cheating on the with their athletes they cheat in the boardroom when they report to wada all the different um we all know they cheat they've thing. always they cheated. cheat 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 they and do. we keep letting them in yeah. Kick them out, man. What do we need them for? Some would say they even hijacked a federal election in the United oh, States. that's one. another story, Bob. This is a sports show. All right. Well, uh, Mark Spector, big fan of Russians, as we know, uh, at least in international sport. The best story ever about uh, the Russians and 
trying to improve. Yes. Because, I mean, hey, we learned some things from them in hockey. Oh, I love their hockey, man. Come on. Right. We learned it's some. Awesome. Right? But the funniest story ever was when Mark Spitz won all those gold medals in 1972. Yes. And it was a, a hairy generation for swimmers at that time. Yep. And he remember he had the mustache. The mustache, hairy guy. And, and he, said, back then. he said that the hair helped him. So all our all our swimmers in 1976 showed up in mustache, <laughs> stuff like that because they thought <laughs> now they shave right now everybody shaves their whole body. Uh, it's not. Uh, wears a body suit. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, and, and Anyhow, I, it's it's. How about the Patriots? They cheat too, don't they? Well, you know what? There again, like I don't know why the league. Yeah. Puts well, up with it. There's, I, I know. I think it was Dustin Nielsen retweeted something out last night. I ended up taking a look at it. I think it was actually might have even been written by a non-sports source, just uh, looking at why they pushed so hard on Deflategate, and that's because they got away with Spygate, and that's why they hammered them on Deflategate because these guys are always pushing well, the envelope. I'll tell you what, that that crew from the Patriots that was in Cincinnati filming, so-called filming a New England scout for a TV show. Uh, they got the SIM card or whatever we call it out of his camera, out of their camera, and the league has absolutely knows what they were shooting. The yeah. league will have every shred of evidence as to what Belichick's team was actually aiming their camera yeah. at, and uh, let's see if the league has what they see and what they do. Mark, you know, be- they because protect- I don't trust the system internationally when it comes. I mean, I, I, and I know you've got yes, you you can you can reach Dick Pound right now, right at any time, any place, yeah. and he would respond to you. I, I've joked before about the drug-inclusive Olympics. Just assume everybody's... Because it's countries like Canada that get hold to... You know, like we have a situation where we go through an international examination because of Ben Johnson. When the entire field... You saw the ESPN 30 for 30 on it. The entire field was cheating at that time. Carl Lewis, who's made a hero in American society. And if ever there was the contrast between the two countries. In Canada, we sit there and tear our own down. In the United States, they sit there and prop that guy up. And he was phonier than a $3 bill. (laughs) Drives me nuts. (laughs) And remember how smug he was? Was it 9.83? Was that the name of the ESPN 30 for 30? or something something like that. Something like that. And he was so smug about it. And they, 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 they ended up having bad samples for him. And they suddenly disappeared. And faster than you could say the New England Patriots Spygate disappeared and Russian uh, <laughs> test results disappeared. Oh, it's... Uh, hey, listen, very quickly, the reason that Canada's, the Canadas of the world get caught is they don't have a, a national drug program. The big countries have a program, right? They, yeah. they run it. The athletes come and go. The program runs along flawlessly. That was never the case in Canada. It's athlete by athlete and... and yeah, Ben Johnson had so many steroids in his system. He was an easy catch. All right. Uh, it is 12.59 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector with you. Up next, Eileen Bell, Global News Weather Traffic Update. And when we come back, yeah, we'll get to some more Oilers stuff when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.